0: One of my favorites always to get a chance to talk to Ryan Irvine from keystocks.com, Keystone Financial. Why? I mean, boy, Ryan and I go back a long time and we came together because I was watching this young man doing exactly the kind of analysis that I thought was uh, that I certainly appreciated, had a feel for looking at what's going on on so so many levels, like the fundamental level. Is this a good business for goodness sakes? You know, is it going to be cash flow? Is it profitable? Also looking at the bigger picture, too. And Ryan, first of all, let me just say, I appreciate you finding time uh, for us. And I know you guys are working in an area that I have extreme interest in, and that's electrification. So, this is a typical Keystone deal where you guys find an area, but that's not enough. You know, now you got to find stocks within that area. So, maybe elaborate a little bit on where you came to that idea to look at that, and specifically, then what do you start looking for in stocks?
1: Yeah. And I got to say, we do go so far back that I was a young man and now I'm an old man. At least that's what my kids (laughs) tell me. Right. So but it's true. No, uh, electrification. Well, when we look at this sector, we see a massive boom there. But we got to intersect that with underlying profitability, which we see a lack of in terms of this sector. And whether you agree or disagree or not, uh, there is a massive electrification push over half of all new cars sold in the U.S., By 2023 or 2030, sorry, are expected to be electric vehicles. Uh, You see, electric demand from 2020 is expected to increase 18% by 2023, 38% demand by by 2035. Now, to put that in context, the previous decade electricity demand was up just 5%. So, this surge in demand we see is going to put a major strain on North American electrical grid and an aging system you see here is built on a fossil fuel system. Uh, So there's going to be some winners and losers. What we want to do is familiarize ourselves in this segment that we see a boom that could last for 10 to 15 years. So we had four analysts looking at over 400 companies. These are public companies that are loosely associated with the electrification movement. So that'd be everything from EVs, to battery stocks, rare earths, electrical equipment. You got electrical engineering, electrical maintenance, grid software, utilities, electrical components, materials, all of these things and more. And get a book on all of these businesses. You want to sort out the contenders from the pretenders. We look at the businesses and see if companies are actually making money. Are they growing? And they will have a well-structured balance sheet. So, you know, you've heard the well uh, known names in this sector like the Teslas, the Rivians, Polster. There's China-based BYD that Warren Buffett is not invested in and Fisker. These are EV car manufacturers. Um, there's a great deal of hype right now about battery storage and charging stocks. This is an area where when you look at the underlying numbers of these businesses, they fall flat from our fundamental perspective. There's a couple names that may look attractive, but most of the companies fall flat. So as we do in many other booms, we often look at less obvious businesses that provide basic components to electrification. And that's where the value is. And we can find similar upside potential in those type of companies uh, that trade at reasonable value valuations. And we've had a winner in that segment already that is a less obvious company uh, in Hammond Power. And, and you know, th- that's a way you can play electrification, buy the company for a reasonable price and have the uh, upside to this boom that we're seeing over the next decade.
0: And I think you're also describing the difference between someone who's sort of a momentum trader and someone who's looking for value, looking for, yes, I understand it's a three to five year hold till this. And Hammond Power, by the way, uh, I'll get to that right now, is because it's been a great example of that where patience as you should be as an investor, that's one of the difference between, you know, all the aspects of trading that Victor talks about all the time with us, but as an investor, which is more my, you know, emotional approach is find the quality, wait it out. But look at Hammond. I mean, I'm going back some years now, but man, you recommended that stock at, you know, 60 cents, a dollar, four dollars, you know, all the way through. Uh, and, and look at the performance. Been the best performing stock, period. I mean, even as recently as, uh, you know, the World Outlook Conference, you were looking at this is going back just a year and a bit you know, looking at under the $20 mark and, uh, you know, and yeah, it just it's kept 51 going.
1: today, $51, $51 today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah.
1: we recommended it on October on your show. It was trading at $16. It's up 200% since then it's up 615% in the last four years. And if you go back this you, you talked about how we've been talking about stocks for years back in 2002, we recommended on the show at a dollar 15 it's over $50 today you're talking about 4,000 plus percent. That's patience, but you're, this is the type of company that we're looking for in that electrification report. Um, they they don't provide the sexiest part of the electrification movement. They provide something called transformers. That's what they make. And we're not talking about Autobots and Decepticons here, but these are devices that are used to step up power for it to travel over long distance and step it down so it can be used in a building or, for example... Tesla or Tesla's charging stations, all of them in Canada, use Hammond Power's transformers. So it's a back-end way of playing that electrification boom. Uh, we were able to buy it uh, years ago when it traded at five times earnings, then rebuy it again about four years ago when it was about six, seven times earnings. Just two years ago, it was trading about seven, eight times earnings. Now the stock's gone up 615% since then. Uh, I talked about it in March on the show, and it's up about 75% since that time. So what do you do with the stock? Because you always ask that question. You've had a tremendous gainer here. You look at this business. What should we do with it today? Well, when we see a stock that has huge gains like this, we've got to look at the business every time with fresh eyes. Uh, What were we paying when we originally bought it and what we're paying today? Now, not the price, because the price is obviously changed over the time it's gone up, but it's the value you're getting. So three years ago, for example, what were we playing in terms of multiple of earnings? It was about seven times. So today you're paying about 11 times earnings. Again, the stock has gone up 600% over that period. So it's about 50% higher in terms of the multiple. But that does tell us that earnings have more than almost kept up with the growth in the underlying stock. So it's not vastly or grossly overvalued right now. Then what we'd like to look at when we look at Hammond Power today is look at the balance sheet from a risk perspective. In this case, when we originally bought it, it had a net debt position, so it had more debt than cash in the bank. Today, it actually has a net cash position, so more cash in the bank. It's kind of de-risked the balance sheet. Uh, That's a good sign. Finally, we look at growth perspectives. Now, we saw very significant growth three years ago. Today, we still see growth long term, but not at the rate that we've seen over the last two years. So we have to factor that into our models. Long term, the company now makes about $550 million over the past 12 months in terms of revenues. Three-year target, $750 million, So growth. Uh, Ten By the end of the decade, about a billion in revenues is what they're looking for. So there's growth there. We saw 50% growth last year. That would average out to about 10 to 15% over the next six to seven years. So less growth. Slowing of growth, but still growth. So what we elect to do in that situation, we look at the individual stock. We recommend our clients buy 15 to 25 stocks. If this was one of a, say, 20 stock portfolio, it could have been an 8% weighting, for example, in that overall portfolio. Now today, it may be a 20 to 30% weighting because it's gone up so much. So we took about 25 to 50% of our original position off the table. The reason we don't take all our position off the table is because I showed you that I talked about those growth numbers three years out, And by the end of this decade, we still see growth in the business, but it would be irresponsible when you're up so much in the stock and it becomes 20 to 30% of your overall portfolio, not to de-risk your investment. You take out some of your original investment. Now we still have an overweight position in the stock for our clients overall, but we will now likely not touch that position for three to 10 years. We've taken out all our risk, all our individual in our initial capital that was put into the stock. We've taken that out. Now we'll ride out we expect to be a long-term winner in Hammond power and own it over the next decade is what we'd like to see here. But we've taken our original risk out and that's how we look at it to take a profit in a stock that's done very well over time and still continue to participate in what we say is this electrification boom that this company will participate in. And you're still buying right now for a relatively reasonable price. So you're owning it at about 11 times earnings right now.
0: Yeah. And as you say, rebalancing the portfolio, all of a sudden, you know, your portfolio is worth a lot more, but it's sitting in one place and maybe it's more equity than you wanted. Maybe you've moved some of that into a fixed income, depending on your, you know, all other parameters like age, et cetera. But yeah, so it's a a great example, though, of uh, the approach. Now, as I say, you're doing the electrification research be available in about a month. Uh, for people, uh, you had four people going over all these hundreds of stocks with your criteria. Just one quick preview: Are you optimistic you can find at least a few more good values there?
1: I would say we are already very optimistic. We're going to find some value, uh, probably not in the most obvious names that are out yeah. in, in the financial media right now. But I, you know, I, we interviewed a company uh, this yesterday morning before this show that you know was trading about six times earnings. And had 30% growth and is completely unknown. And, you know, electrical component that is playing into that EV movement. And, uh, you know, it's a company that we're close on looking at a recommendation right now. So, and that's just one. There's several utilities that we like. There's several uh, engineering, electrical engineering companies that are trading at reasonable valuations. So uh, we're confident we're going to have some new recommendations come out of this. Again, we looked at over 400 companies. There's 50 companies that we narrowed in on. We expect two to four new recommendations to come out of this report and some names that just really aren't out there, uh, uh, you know, that don't have much coverage on them right now. Those are the names we specialize in in this area. And we, we can't wait to release that report.
0: Well, look, I'll tell everyone before I let you go, I'm going to ask you for a couple of names, not necessarily in that sphere, but names that you're following. But let me just say that, again, the report's going to be available at the end of the month. I want to give a plug to it that now, look, you can go to keystocks.com and you can sign on and get a subscription. They're described there. You will get the report for free. But if not, you want to buy it just one off, again, go to keystocks.com and you can get the report for, I think the price is $599 there. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah, So I just want to let people know that if they go to the the site, they can click on, be a subscriber, and that will be a free bonus to being a uh, survivor. You'll get this report when it's released. So... Uh, lots of incentive there on both sides of that coin. Okay, so Ryan, you know, <laughs> as we said, we know each other, so you know me. Before I let you go, can you give me at least a, a couple of names quickly that people can put on their radar, decide if it's appropriate for them and all of those other parameters, but give me a couple things that you guys are looking at.
1: Yeah, and we we talked about this meshing up uh, long-term demographic themes or long-term macro themes uh, with uh, the underlying fundamentals. And this in this case, we have a long-term demographic uh, theme here, an aging population. The first company I would recommend plays into that. It's called InMode Limited, symbol INMD on the Nasdaq. Trades around thirty-seven dollars, just under two billion or three billion dollar market cap. What they offer is minimally invasive, non and non-invasive aesthetic and medical treatment solutions in the U.S. for surgical procedures. So you're talking about face and body contouring, medical athe- aesthetics, and women's health products. Um, we like this trend long-term in a, in a uh, aging population. Now, they are a global leader in this market. They have a track record, seven years of consistent growth, high margins, and profitable business over this period. Q1 of this year, uh, revenues were up 23%. Earnings were up 30%. We love this business because it has what we call a cash rich balance sheet, pristine balance sheet. 543 million in cash in the bank, basically no debt. So half a billion in cash in the bank and no debt. Um, they are trading at around 14 times this year's expected earnings. So the market itself, the average stock trades at around 19 to 20 times. So this, despite growing above the market rate, it trades under the market in terms of PE, um, and it has that pristine balance sheet. So if there is a significant downturn, this company uh, has the balance sheet, the fortress balance sheet to survive and likely grow out of it. That's what we like to invest in. uh, As there is economic uncertainty going forward in the near term, Uh, if we do see a recession, the most publicized recession that's never occurred yet, but if we do see that uh, this company can survive that and then grow out of it. So that's a company that we like right now.
0: Okay, can you, can you give me one more?
1: Yeah, I can give you two if you want, but if you just want one, it, 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 whatever you like, we'll give it to you here. Invella <laughs> is the next company we're going to talk about this. We talked about it, I believe, at the Outlook. Symbol is ELA on the NASDAQ. Trades around $7.30. Uh, it's a re-commerce business. $205 million market cap, so a true small cap in the U.S., their business is based on recycling and reselling of products through two business segments. The commercial segment focuses on electronics and IT equipment, recycling those from the likes of Apple or Tesla, uh, a number of different recycling companies, Fortune 500 companies that it recycles for. Its consumer segment is a multi-channel retailer offering marketplace for pre-owned hard luxury goods and precious metals. So two areas of the business. What we like is 2020 was a strong year of growth. 30% growth in revenues to 185 million. Earnings were up over 50%. But the track record of growth over the last five years is great. Five years ago, they had two cents in earnings. Last year they had over 49 cents in earnings. So 50, 52, roughly 50 on a normalized basis. Uh, Strong track record of growth. Their business either maintains profitability or does slightly better in a recession. We like that there's 20 million in cash in the bank against about 14 million in debt so a net cash position now both of its markets are highly fragmented and there's areas where they can make acquisitions for growth and they have organic growth they traded about 12 and a half times earnings uh, we apply a multiple of 14 to get a fair value right now about 850 so 850 is what we like So we actually expect weaker earnings in the upcoming quarter due to tough comparables. And the company was not taxable last year, will be taxable this year. I'd like to get it under $7. If there is some weakness, that would be a point that we'd highlight under $7. We picked it up just in November of this year under $5. It's had a good move forward. If you see it under $7 again, we think it's an opportunity moving forward.
0: Okay, as you said, you promised, uh, well, very kindly, you're giving us a bonus. You only got a couple of minutes, but For sure. give me, give me the quest. last one.
1: Yeah. Okay, VersaBank, VBNK on the TSX, trades around 990 pays a 1% dividend, $256 million market cap. Now, there's been weakness in financials this year. Uh, the underlying financials of VersaBank have not suffered at all. We'd like to take advantage of that. They're a technology-based digital Schedule 1 chartered bank. They offer uh, electronic... Branchless model. What do we like? We like the revenues and earnings profile here. Q2 revenues increased forty three percent, three percent sequentially to a record high. Net income was up one hundred and eight percent to thirty eight cents per share, up from seventeen cents per share. Book value on the business is thirteen nineteen. We said it trades at nine ninety right now, so a discount to book. We expect it'll earn a dollar twenty three to a dollar twenty five in earnings this year. Uh, just. We think it's worth around thirteen to 1350 That's 35% higher than its current range. They're expanding into the U.S. If they can enter this market, do what they've done in the Canadian market, they get a better spread there. It'll be growth at a reasonable price. You can take advantage of the weakness in financials, and uh, VersaBank's a good option there.
0: And, and I will say, I mean, this is the approach that you've taken at key, uh, keystocks.com, Keystone Financial, um, for – you know, for a generation now. And by the it's way, true. if your kids if your kids think you're old, they must think, look, daddy's talking to a dead man. So <laughs> that, would, that would even be more impressive. <laughs> but uh, it's an approach that has served- You look your, great. We know you look great. <laughs> but your subscribers have been served very well with this and your clients across the country uh, very well with this approach. And as you say, It's a three to five year approach on these. You give the companies a chance to mature, catch up to, you know, you find stuff that's undervalued so the market can catch up with it. And uh, I look forward to the electric electrification report, too, on that basis. Uh, And this is the whole thing is you've got a team of people looking at hundreds of stocks and, uh, you know, many people don't have that quality. I just don't even have the time or the energy to do that kind of stuff, even if I've got some of the background for it. But that's why you look at a group like Keystone uh, just simply because uh, if they're willing to do the work, I'm willing to sign on. (laughs) So there you go. Ryan, as usual, you know how much we appreciate you finding time and sharing all the work that you guys have done there. And I'll tell people again, keystocks.com. Really looking forward to that electrification report
1: great to be on once again great conversations and yeah if you want to become a client you're going to get that 599 dollar report for nothing so we we love to we love to we love to do research in unique areas and find these unique companies uh you know and we also offer research on every dividend stock in canada so aaron does that he couldn't be here today but you got me so uh, at least at least we got um We got some uh, good information out about a sector that really we think there's a boom coming
0: forward. Well, look forward to the next time too. And we will get Aaron on with this, talking about the dividend paying stocks, et cetera. But in the meantime, uh, I hope you have a terrific summer with the kids and we'll talk to you shortly in the fall.
1: We will for sure. We'll talk to you then. Have a great day.